This decline is not inevitable, it's a choice. We need to send Joe Biden back to his basement and reverse American decline. And I must tell you, with all due respect to all of my friends on the stage, and even to one that's probably looking on, I think unquestionably I am the best prepared, the most tested, the most qualified and proven conservative. The real choice we face in this primary is this. Do you want a super PAC puppet? Or do you want a patriot who speaks the truth? Now is not the time for on-the-job training. We don't need to bring in a rookie. We don't need to bring in people without experience. And can't we all agree that we are not going to put a woman in jail or give her the death penalty if she gets an abortion? If former President Trump is convicted in a court of law, would you still support him as your party's choice? Please raise your hand if you would. So when they're coming across, yes, we're going to use lethal force. Yes, we reserve the right to operate. And I think that this is disastrous, that we are protecting against an invasion across somebody else's border when we should use those same military resources to prevent across the invasion of our own southern border here in the United States. You have no Let foreign me. policy experience, and it shows. And you know what? Let us be honest as Republicans. I'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for, so I can say this. The climate change oh, agenda whoa, 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 whoa. is a hoax. Oh, the climate change agenda is a hoax. And we have to declare I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT standing up here. And the last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, What's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here with Barack Obama? And I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing stage tonight. I am unapologetically pro-life, not because the Republican Party tells me to be, but because my husband was adopted and I had trouble having both of my children. So I'm surrounded by blessings. When it comes to a federal ban, let's be honest with the American people and say it will take 60 Senate votes. It will take a majority of the House. So in order to do that, let's find consensus. To be honest with you, Nikki, you're my friend, but uh, consensus is the opposite of leadership. When the Supreme Court returned this question to the American people, they didn't just send it to the states only. It's not a states-only issue, it's a moral issue. Don't make women feel like they have to decide on this issue when you know we don't have 60 Senate votes in the House. 70% of the American people support legislation but to 70% ban abortion of the after Senate a baby is capable not. of experiencing okay. pain. If former President Trump is convicted in a court of law, would you still support him as your party's choice? Please raise your hand if you would. Whether or not you believe that the criminal charges are right or wrong, the conduct is beneath the office of President of the United States. My friends, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast. We're here, we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. My friends, I I could only watch the debate for so long last night. I gotta tell you the truth. Because it's getting out of control. It's becoming a circus. Our political system is becoming a circus. 
That's why I played the clip <laughs> from Marty from uh, the third Madagascar movie. My friends, look at this. I want to explain something to you. Before anything else, I know a lot of people aren't going to disagree with me on this today. I'm fully aware of that. And that's okay. And that's what politics are for. They're for people to disagree and have their own opinions. But I want to share something with you. Look, I used to like, uh, I think it's Vivek Ramaswamy. I think that's, I'm pronouncing that correctly. I used to really like him. Truthfully, I did. Here's a problem. Now, I didn't learn this from Fox News, but this is where I could actually find the story from. I heard it somewhere else. This is why, This look at this. So, your hero, the entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, was already a millionaire when he accepted Soros money to pay for law school. Now, yes, you heard me right. He paid... He, he had, Soros' brother gave him $90,000 to go to law school while he was already raking in over $2 million in income. Yes, my friends, you heard me. I'll read you the story if you don't believe me. Here it is. Now, I get this is from Fox News. The same people who did the debate last night, which was a disgrace. I'll show you the numbers from um, when Trump was doing his interview with Tucker Carlson and when the debate was going on. I'll show you the numbers difference in just a second. Well, let's look at this. Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy was already a millionaire by the time he accepted the Soros scholarship he previously said he needed in order to pay for law school. Ramaswamy defended himself last month for accepting $90,000 in an award from Paul and Daisy Soros. So Paul Soros is George Soros' brother, uh, which was funded by Daisy and Paul Soros, the late older brother of liberal billionaire financer George Soros. For those of you who don't know who George Soros is, if you don't, I, I don't know where you've been, I don't know what country you've been living in, but just in case you don't know, George Soros is the guy behind uh, BLM, Antifa, uh, he's the guy that, that funded marijuana in California, Arizona, he's the guy who's behind a lot of the liberal causes, he's, he's the liberal sugar daddy, he is the communist liberal sugar daddy. If, if that's, is that good enough for you? I think it fits pretty well. He gives a lot of money in support of Democrats and the Democrat party. Now, for those of you who are going to jump on here and call me an anti-Semite, I'm Jewish, number one. And it's a disgrace for a guy like George Soros, who, in his, by his own admission in an interview on 60 Minutes, said that he survived Hitler's Germany by dumping, by, by basically throwing his own people under the bus. You heard me right. By his own admission, he would throw other Jews pretty much in the ovens in order to further his own life by his own admission. And I'm not making this up. He did it. He said so in an interview. I believe it was on 60 Minutes. I don't know if it's on the internet anymore. It'll probably be off the internet by the time I finish doing this video for you today because let's be honest they don't want you to hear this stuff now i want to continue with the story roswami said after graduating from harvard yes he went to harvard just like your friend ben shapiro he did not he said he quote didn't have the money to afford yale law school 
But down here, according to his tax returns, where was that? According to his tax returns right here, in 2011, the same year he accepted the award money, Robert Swami, the same man, accepted, or you say he reported $2.252 million in total income according to his tax returns, which he released in June, and he reported a total of over $1.173 million in incomes and income in the three years prior. So in other words, he's made over a million dollars three years before. He had doubled his money the year he went back to, to college while saying he needed the money. Can you believe this? So either A, he's a liar, or B, he's really bad with money. Uh, does either one sound like he's been good for the White House? I don't think so. Now, my friends, let's go to the next part here because this is where it gets truly, truly interesting. I want to pull up the polls. The poll for the 2024 Republican presidential primaries are the following. I'll read you. It says, obviously, President Trump is the front runner, but I'm curious. Hold on. Let me change the screen back. You probably cheated and you probably looked at the answer already if you're watching on YouTube. But my friends, if you're watching, the, if you're listening to the show, what do you think the numbers are? Who do you think is winning and by how much? I'll give you a clue. It's a buy a lot. So here, watch. I'll, I'll give you the numbers again. So this is according to Google. Here's what it says. Polls for the 2024 Republican presidential primaries show former President Donald Trump as the front runner. Well, that was kind of obvious. But it says Trump has maintained a consistent lead in the primaries. According to, the, to a national poll... Again, take this with a grain of salt because a lot of the polls are wrong or inflated or done incorrectly. Here it is. Trump has 52.1% of the vote. Now, keep in mind, he didn't even go to the debate last night. He was not there. And he's under fire and from, in my opinion, politically motivated attacks and indictments. So while he's being threatened with jail... He still has 52.1% of the vote for the Republican Party. While DeSantis, who's in second place, has 15%. That's right, 15%. We go from Trump with 50% to DeSantis with 15%. Now, I'll be honest with you, I like DeSantis more than I like Trump. Not that Trump is bad, but... He is not going to beat Joe Biden. Now, I know you're, you're going to start calling me every name under the sun. But let me tell you something. He won't beat Joe Biden because Biden wants him to run against him. Biden wants to run against Trump because he knows he'll win. Trump has been so polarized and so taken out of context and, and slandered and threatened with prison and everything else. People are done with Trump. The liberal suburb, the suburban women, liberal and not, were the ones who put him over the edge last time. They're not voting for him again. I'll tell you that right now. They're not voting for him. Let me pull here. I want to show this to you. You want to know? Here are the numbers. What? All right. So last night when the debates happened and simultaneously Trump's interview with Tucker Carlson happened on Twitter or X now as it's called. Here are the numbers. How many viewers did the GOP debate attract on Fox News? 
According to their statistics, the debate was watched by an estimate of over 50 million viewers. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, did Donald Trump participate? No, obviously he didn't. How many views did Trump get with his interview with Tucker Carlson? S over 74 million. That's almost 25% more. It probably is 25% more, but just giving going off the numbers they gave me, that's almost 25% more. You got 120, you got 25% more. That's crazy, right? Crazy. But that's how much people like Trump. Now, my friends, the reason why it's a circus, let me explain something to you. Besides Ramaswamy trying to scare around the fact that he got money from George Soros' brother, you've got Christie trying to rewrite his own past, trying to pretend like he's relevant again while looking like Peter Griffin from Family Guy. Ron is the only guy, in my opinion, who actually stands a chance of beating Joe Biden. But because Trump kneecapped him so hard on top of the fact that he just doesn't have that much charisma... He's not a very charisma-filled guy, in my opinion. He's a, he has a great record. This, he's done a great job as governor of Florida, but in my opinion, he's not very—he's not very charismatic, in my opinion. He's not hasn't have a lot of charisma. He gets results, but that could actually work for him, I guess. He, he doesn't have a very high charisma, but maybe that could work for him potentially. I don't know. But here's. Here's here's you want to know what else? Here's what I here's what else I wanted to read for y'all. Here's this. I personally believe that um, if we continue the way we're going right now, Joe Biden could probably win. Now he might not even run. He might not make it to the finish line. And if he doesn't, you heard it here first. I am calling it right now. If Joe does not run, I'll tell you who's gonna run and get the nomination. Gavin Newsom, governor of California. He will run and he will get the nomination. And if he does, and it's anybody but Ron on that stage, he will win. He will win. I can guarantee you that's what's going to happen. Now, I was infuriated last night when I was listening to their, the, the bums on Fox News trying to tell people, oh, climate change, man-made climate change. When, he, when they asked him, How, oh, do you believe in man-made climate change? You know what I heard? I heard, have you now or have you ever been a member of the New World Order, a uh, member of the Communist Party? Please raise your hand. That's what I heard. And you know what else I heard last night? was a lot of bickering and fighting over infantile garbage. That's what else I heard last night. Whether it was Christie jabbing and calling him Chad GPT, that was comparing him to Obama when everybody knows that Christie kind of has a complicated history with Obama. Um, then you have Nikki Haley, the Hillary Clinton's right-wing stepsister, getting on the stage and pretending like she's not a complete plant, being a ambassador to the United Nations, pretending like she's not a complete plant and a fraud. Then you got two guys I've never heard of on either side of the stage. One guy says he's from a one-horse town, and the other dude I think is just there to, to spit on Trump. Oh, and then Pence. Oh, don't get me started on Pence. Oh man. 
Oh man, Pence. Pence was so. The reason I played that clip twice of them asking if they would still support Trump if he went to prison is if you weren't watching it, I would encourage you to go watch that because look, Ramaswamy immediately raised his hand. Haley raised her hand. Uh, one of the, the Governor Hutchinson, is that his name? I don't even know what the dude's name is. He's so unmemorable. And then uh, Scott raised his hand. And then you saw Ron kind of like, yeah, 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 I'll raise my hand, even though he's looking to see how how many other people did it. And then you have Pence hearing the crowd cheering for the people raising their hands. And then he's like, yeah, I'll raise my hand, like begrudgingly raising his hand. He's such a schmuck. I, I don't look, Pence could be a nice guy. I'm sure he's a nice human being. I'm not saying he's a bad person, but he can't win. He can't win. He's, he's tarnished. And he's not going to make it. He has, he has no capacity to win. Uh, Allen, I think is no is what is it? Tim Scott is that his name? I keep forgetting his name. I know it's Scott, Senator Scott. He's very likable, very high charisma in my opinion. However, he didn't handle the debate very well at the beginning, especially. But more than that, he had the chance to bring up an issue that is happening in this country that I was hoping was going to be talked about more, but it wasn't. And that was the minority crime wave. Yeah, you heard me. The minority crime wave happening in this country. Now, I'm not saying every minority is a criminal. I'm saying there's a minority crime wave going on in the country, and he had a chance to address that without being called a racist because that's all people are able to do. People are so brain dead that when they hear that statement, they immediately think you're a racist instead of actually looking at the contents of what you just said. That's the problem. And he had a chance to do that, didn't do it. Not that I remember, not that I saw. He had a chance to do that, didn't do it. And he just, he doesn't have the authority to win. He doesn't have, not because of racism, he can't, won't get ahead. It's because he just... Most people are stupid, and they wouldn't vote for him because he's he's honestly a really smart guy, but he's a little too smart for the average schmuck who's not going to vote for him. That's the problem. He's a little too smart for the average schmuck. Now, you might be asking me, well, Austin, you have a lot to say about this, but what are, your, what are you saying? Well, here's what I'm saying. The Republican debates need to be cleaned up. That's number one. And number two... People need to actually say, not just, oh, I'm going to cut, I'm going to cut taxes. I'm going to stop the flooding of illegal aliens. I'm going to, I'm going to cut government spending. Okay. Explain exactly how. Give me numbers. Give me planning. Tell me, show me exactly what you would do. Give me specifics. Stop being so subtle and making broad sweeping statements. Give me actual numbers on how much would you cut the government's spending? What departments would you cut? How much over how many years? What is your plan? How would you do it? Don't just say you're going to cut it taxes. Don't just tell me you're going to try to halt inflation. How? Explain to me how. Break it down so we could actually, I could actually say, oh, you know what? Hey, that plan's not bad. I like it. Or that plan is stupid. I don't want to get it out of here. Get it off. I don't want to hear it. It's garbage. I want to be able to make that distinction and you should too. Because then you know what's happening next. You can see it. You can touch it. 
you can mull it over in your brain and then that can actually come to terms with it. But I think I saw, who was it? it was, there was one, I'm trying to remember who it was, but one person copied Michael Savage's book. I caught that about cutting government spending. I think it was by like 4% or something per year or something like that. He totally copied Michael Savage's book for like four books ago. That was funny. I caught that one too. But my friends, look, this is a really trying time. This should be a slam dunk. This election for us as, as right-wingers, conservatives, libertarians, whoever, or moderates, this should be a slam dunk. But it's not if this keeps if this if this keeps up and this circus keeps going, we're done. We're done. We're finished. They won't make it. Even if Trump gets a nomination or DeSantis gets a nomination, the, the, the way this is going, we're about to get wrecked. We are going to get flayed and fired by the Democrats. Whether it's Joe Biden who runs again, God forbid, or, or Gavin Newsom, or potentially Michelle Obama, the cackler, Kamala Harris, doesn't matter. We're going to get flayed. My friends, please let me know what you have to say. I'm sure a lot of you were offended because I insulted the person you like. I make I will not apologize for that. I don't apologize for my opinions because a lot of them are rooted in facts. And some of it I can't say on the air and I want to get thrown off. But my friends, I want to hear what you have to say. I'm sure you have a lot that you want to say. Feel free to vent. I'm not going to block you. I'm not going to turn your comment off even if you want to insult me. I wouldn't recommend it because you just make yourself look more ignorant, you know, than you probably already are. But you know what? I'm here for the open floor, the the open conversation. You can hit me up on Twitter. I cheap get sheared over there, and we can have the conversation because I'm going to be tweeting out a, a question relating to this content. Or you can leave it in the comment section of YouTube or Rumble. But my friends, until next time, I want to tell you: God bless you. God bless your family, and God bless America. We're out of here. Peace.